And welcome to Tuesday's edition of the Hometown Headlines Newscast. John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. A lot going on in the headlines today. We'll start with Governor Brian Kemp, who kind of covers both our top stories. News briefing on Monday afternoon, of course, talked about coronavirus, additional testing, surge capacity preparations, and also helping our long-term health care facilities. Kemp also talked about the Easter Sunday storms that have left eight dead and 49 injured. He declared the state of emergency throughout Georgia. Also, he visited the hard-hit area of Murray County on Monday prior to the media briefing. Coronavirus updates. A 17th victim has died in Bartow County. A sixth victim died here in Floyd County as the state death toll now reaches 480. Also, keeping an eye on this, uh, positive tests in the region have now topped 400, 414 in the five-county area. Even more alarming, 23 more positive cases or test results on Monday alone in northwest Georgia. In Bartow County, their COVID-19 update, they have 13 patients test positive at Cartersville Medical Center. 13 others now awaiting their results. Sparto officials also are helping the National Guard. The National Guard, of course, continues to assist and clean our long-term care facilities. Sad news yesterday coming out of that area. We've now, we now have four residents of long-term care facilities that have died from coronavirus. That's two in Bartow and two in Floyd. Also, 29 cases are been found in six locations throughout northwest Georgia. That as of a report out from the state last week. We're Mechanical Weather Center. We have updates for you this morning. Power remains out for about 1,400 people on Tuesday morning. Most of those right now are in Tatuga County, a few pockets around the other area. Local rivers are continuing to flood. Some roads are closed as well. We'll have continuing updates on this throughout the day on hometownheadlines.com. Other news this morning, the Rome Board of Education meets this evening. We'll tell you how you can watch that meeting. Also, Floyd Medical Center names Clarice Cable, Interim Chief Financial Officer. Junior Service League has canceled its garden tour, citing the coronavirus situation. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mrs. Maddie Harris, John David Ivester, Mrs. Ruby Jones, Mrs. Bobby Jean Kelly, William Chip Limbrick, and Charles Steve Stansel. No public health restaurant inspection updates this morning from Public Health. Crime Watch updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Gordon counties now posted on, make that Bartow County now posted on the website. Our Truist Chick-fil-A sports report today. Who was your favorite Rome Brave? They've posted an all-star roster asking you to pick your favorites. Uh, nominees include Jeff Francoeur, Brian McCann, two-time managers Rocket Wheeler, and Randy Engel. That's now available on the Rome Braves site. We have updates for you on the Truist Chick-fil-A sports report today. Also, Park and Recreation continues its drills and training videos for folks. Today, we're looking at baseball. Also, additional local updates from the sporting community. All right, our rant of the day. Let's call this one Sounding the Alarm. At one point on Sunday night, our home sounded like a band instruments being played by a bunch of three-year-olds. Buzzing, chirping, the sound you used to hear in bad movies when submarine captains gave the order to dive, dive, dive. Two of our three cell phones are set to pick up severe weather warnings exactly where we are. It's a proximity thing. That proximity does extend beyond our area, though. So we knew warnings going on in Cherokee County, Alabama, or in Chattooga County, even locally, of course. Joining the symphony with a foul of foul noises was our main computer. It had all its alarms going off on Sunday night and Sunday evening, we should say, as well, with each new threat. 
And yet, through it all, the one person who only has code red on a phone around the house here never heard a beep. On Monday, we tried to explain that code red is a location alarm. That is, you have to be in the right zip code and even the right sub-zip code, or polygon, I think they used to call it, to get the code red message. Another colleague, who often calls our weather reporting something akin to weather panic, likewise had heard concerns from constituents about not getting a code red alarm on Sunday night. In Bartow County, it's a different story. The county sirens, well-maintained and tested from what we read each week from the fire department, they never sounded. It turns out to have been an operator error. The employee has been sufficiently roasted both by his or her supervisors as well as on the high court of Facebook. But that's not enough for the high court of Facebook. They want skin. They wondered repeatedly if the sirens would have saved the life of a man killed in Cartersville as a tree fell on his home Sunday night. That's doubtful as the alarms are designed to assist those outside of a dwelling. Many can't hear a siren indoors if windows and doors are shut especially as a storm approaches. Sirens, code red, even Apple alerts. All good to have for sure, but also what about awareness or personal responsibility? After four consecutive days of advanced coverage on the web, TV, radio, and print, did anyone not know about the high risk of storms due on Easter Sunday evening? Agreed, the alarms give us a time to decide whether to seek shelter, but also we need to be aware that a storm may be in the area. That's why we look at some of these things to see what works and what doesn't work. We had our own makeshift storm shelter up and running just after our Facebook Live Easter services on Sunday. Even the pillows and the emergency crowbar to claw our way through debris were in place, as was the hand-cranked weather radio, multiple flashlights, and such. That was hours before the symphony of sounds made by our phones, alarms, and computers. Anyone in public safety urges you to have multiple alarms during severe weather season. Perhaps a weather radio and your landline, or a cell phone and text alerts, or turn on TV, watch Glenn Burns and Company, or even the crew from Channel 9 and Chattanooga, which did a fantastic job of play-by-play on the advancing storms in Chattooga County with pinpoint accuracy during Sunday night's threat. Silence should work. Code Red should have a broader footprint, especially given the punch were storms like we had on Sunday. But we have to meet the emergency folks and devices and gimmicks and whatever at least halfway. We have to be aware. We have to keep an eye on the weather and proactively check for any bad stuff coming our way. We have a spoiler alert for you. All this weather wisdom you see from the so-called storm chasers out there, even us, part of that wisdom comes from simply keeping an eye on what's brewing to our west or even northwest. If a tornado watch goes up along the Georgia-Alabama line, that sounds battle stations around here. All of us do it in the media. Or maybe that dive, dive, dive sound effect from those bad movies about submarines getting our attention a few counties away. We agree. Fix the sirens. Implement redundancy. Whomever stepped through it on Sunday night in Bartow County should take the blame. But what about anyone else involved in public safety there? Shouldn't they have listened for those sirens as well? This isn't a one-person responsibility. With a shelter in place still in place, we have plenty of time to get this right the next time bad weather threatens our area. Seeing how we're at a midpoint of the severe weather season, we can assure you more is on the way. Plus, we know severe weather doesn't abide by a calendar. We've tracked tornadoes here just before Christmas Eve, especially four or five years ago. 
Let's fix it and move on. The amount of energy wasted on Facebook rants would be better served with investigating and maybe even investing in additional safety measures around the house and maybe on your smartphones. Much like getting through the pandemic, we're all in this together. Yes, public safety has a part to play, but so do we in being ready for the next big one. This is John Druckermiller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. Continuing updates all day long, and there'll be a bunch of them today at HometownHeadlines.com. As always, stay home, stay safe in Northwest Georgia.